Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second season of the Diva Tillery Live Show, where we really strive to motivate you, inspire you, and provide you tips and tools to help you excel in life and in business. I'm Diva, I'm your host, and I have an incredible guest with me today, Gabby Ab Abde. I'm sorry, Gabby, I want to try again. Abby. Gabby Abdel Gadir. Yeah, Abdel Gadir. Abdel Gadir. So, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I said it good before. I was practicing, practicing. Well, thank you, Gabby, so much for being here. Um, I have had the pleasure to get to chat with Abby, uh, Gabby, and go to some of her webinars, one of her webinars about feng shui and decluttering. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. She is a certified clutter clearing coach and a feng shui expert. She knows so much about feng shui. It blew my mind. Um, I thought I knew some things about feng shui, but I learned so much. And so I'm so happy that you're here joining us um, to enlighten us with your knowledge. Thank you. I'm so honored you invited me and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yes. So Gabby, for those that don't know, what is a certified clutter clearing coach? What is that? Okay. So that is a, a long training and it's called the Lin method. The one that I am certified for is called the Lin method. And the teacher, the master is a lady called Denise Lin a lady that I have been following in Hay House Radio for years. She has written over 18 books. She teaches clutter clearing, space clearing, a spiritual way. When we talk about clutter and declutter, people only assume about throwing that box that's been sitting there or the garbage over there or the torn shoes. It's a lot deeper than that. There is a spiritual way of space clearing to attract uh, good things into your life, to make space for good things to come to your life. So that's what she teaches. And um, that is how I got to it. So she is like an inspiration to me. I followed her for years before I knew about this course. It just popped up in my face and I signed up, passed my exams and the rest is history. Yeah. And so finding and doing some decluttering in your home and your life that brings in good energy and good balance. Absolutely. And then, yeah. So in the training we did, we have to do it for ourselves first before we start teaching it. I have always been a very neat uh, to the extent that my friends used to get upset because I would get up and do something like, why don't you just relax, sit down? Mm -hmm. I am, I grew up with a mother who was a clean freak and uh, I am really organized and clean so I didn't really have clutter. The only thing, the problem that I had is giving away clothing that are mostly like expensive suits and shoes that I couldn't let go because it was size 10, 12, and then now I am size six. So it took me three years to actually believe that I'm never gonna go back to size 12 because I tried, I couldn't. So it took all these trainings, the feng shui, the, the Lin method declutter clearing for me to invite family members, my husband's family members. I don't have any family in Canada, but 
I called them, invited them for tea, and I took my suits, everything that is eight, size eight and above, and I said, fight over them now. Uh, I gave away that because it was like two, some of them were like new, almost new, and I didn't want to just donate it. I just thought maybe some family members could make use of them, so I did that. I had that problem, mm -hmm. and other than that, I considered myself very organized, very neat, but there is a lot that I didn't know about is, for example, your power position, how you're supposed to sit, how you're supposed to sleep, what are you supposed to have and not have in your space. So those things I had no idea about up until I brought in a feng shui master in my home. So that's it. So, so, some of us may know what feng shui is, but for others, what is the practice and art of feng shui? So feng shui is, um, it's wind and water in Chinese, and it is the art of channel channeling neutral, natural energy called to benefit our health, our wealth, and our energy. So according to feng shui, the proper arrangement of objects in our space can move the bad energy and make space for good energy to come in. So it's not of only about getting rid about how we place objects in our home. So that is feng shui in short. Right, right. Yeah. And so when you're talking about decluttering versus feng shui, so decluttering is more from what I was understanding from what you were saying is kind of getting rid of the things that you don't need being neat, you know, having it neatly organized where feng shui is more um, how objects are placed or arranged in your in space, your home, in your, your home, your work. Yeah. So that they're interconnected, even like the Lin method, the way we learned it, it included, she's also feng shui crazy, um, our teacher. So she, it included her spiritual way of clutter clearing your space. And then with the feng shui tips. Got it. They, they go together very well. Yeah. So one of the things um, that you had even said on your webinar was about, you know, clearing your, your clothes, getting rid of the things that you don't need. And I know a lot of us hold on. You know, we have, oh, yeah. I, I, I might get back into this and I love this outfit and I might get back into this. And really, you're just holding on and holding on. Um, so getting rid and donating, you know, friends, family or charity, um, these objects, how long would you say if you haven't touched an object, when, when is it time to declutter it from your home? I believe like if for one whole year you haven't used an outfit, although it was sitting in front of your face, you know that it's time to go, in my opinion. Yes. Look at it. Yeah, you only should keep very few clothing that make you feel good. Only the outfits, the clothing that make you feel good because sometimes we wear things but we don't really feel good in them. Mm -hmm. We still keep buying them and wearing them simply because we spent the money, might as well wear them. That's not good. You have to just wear something that makes you feel good and that represents who you are and that represents who you want to be. That is what you should keep. I think one year you didn't touch something, it needs to go. And I like that. Um, I, I am 
more of a minimalist where I do that type of practice. But sometimes even in my life, it may sit in my closet for a while and I'll go through that purging, but that spring cleaning. So we're in that time that this could be a good time. Or if you haven't touched your outfit or any object, when my mom was um, renovating her kitchen, she had these tubs of appliances that she could not bear to get rid of in case she might need it in the future sometime. Yeah. And I had to ask my mom, I said, mom, how long have you seen this? How long has it been since you've used this? And it had been years, mm-hmm. but it was really hard for her. And then she didn't want me to come help her because I was making a her stuff that she yeah. wasn't using. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, a good idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. but she has, still hasn't used the item. She still didn't need them after. So I think all in all, you know, it worked out for her for that. Yeah. I think something that I just heard you say that I thought was pretty interesting is wearing clothes that make you feel good. Because exactly. everything that you really teach and talk about too is how to, you know, improve your energy, improve balance in your life, um, and to get confidence in your life. And so if you're wearing clothes that don't make you feel good on the inside, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not going to help you portray that confidence um, and balance, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then, and don't forget what I teach is about space, but the, my training for those who want extended ones, it goes on to how to clutter clear your relationships, how to clutter clear your time, which is huge, especially yes. these days, how to clutter clear your mind, how to attract good things to come to you, attract the right people in your life. I, I teach all that, but the course that the webinar that you attended is only related to space and it only we covered only the three first most important places we only covered three of them so yeah so yeah I mean that's so important to know and something I didn't even really think about not only are you decluttering your space but you do need to declutter your mind your relationship your time especially yeah Um, time is so important it's an asset you can't get back right yeah Um, so very interesting what would be a it, it, when you're talking to somebody about decluttering for time? What are some maybe three tips that you think are the most important um, for decluttering for your, time? To get your time back. Okay, so number one that I it used to happen to me, but I had the guts to stop it is people who call you to waste your time. You don't have to pick up the phone. Period. If you know this person is calling you only to complain about their spouse or their children or their neighbor, do you really have to pick up the phone? You don't. That saves you a lot of time. That's number one. Number two, what I advise people is to wake up at least a half an hour, one hour earlier than everybody else in the home. You have no idea how your day gets so productive if you're early, if you're an early riser or you start very early. You wake up. If you are into prayer, you do your prayer. If you're into meditation, you do your meditation. It sets you for the right uh, mood to start the day. And then you have written your goals. One of the things that I tell is write down the five most important things you have to do 
the next morning before lunchtime. When you wake up earlier, you do whatever you do. You pray, you meditate, you make a cup of tea and go through the list and start right away. By the time everybody wakes up and they need this and they need that, trust me, at least you have done two of them already. That saves a lot of time. So don't pick up the phone. Write down the, the five most important things at night before you go to bed. Don't, uh, yeah, I, I said the phone. And then another thing is uh, reduce time in social media. Mm. That is like people are so obsessed with social media. I check it twice a day only. Like in the morning, because I have a lot of groups, as you know, like I have a lot of groups I'm like that I'm very active uh, at. So I check once in the morning, about 15 minutes, because some people I need to respond to them, I need to comment, I need to do this and that. And then, uh, and then in the evening, actually most of the time after dinner, I am free. Then I go through it like I go through Facebook and LinkedIn is one of my favorite. I go through them like for about half an hour. Reduce your social media time. It's time wasting, honestly. Right. This would, these are the three things that I could help. I could, I would advise to start with. Those are some great tips. And I think too, especially though, waking up a little bit early, you know, moms, our audience, you know, moms and mompreneur, mompreneurs, yeah. they feel like they don't have that time because, you know, you're taking care of kids, you're taking care of the house, you're taking care of your spouse, you're taking care of your business, all of these things. And so how to take care of you, because it's so important to take care of you too. And doing something, these three tips I think are so valuable because yes, you don't need to pick up the phone all the time. Just because it rings does not mean you need to pick it up. And if somebody is calling to just complain, that's just bringing your energy down too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So not only is it wasting your time, but it's bringing your energy down waking up the 30 minutes to an hour early so you can have some you time where you just focus on you and then reducing social media. And I think that not only does that give you some of your time back, but it also helps your, you mentally as well, because, you know, social media can influence our emotions so much. And especially in times like this, you know, we want to be more positive Positive. and not look at all the negative things that could be on our feed. Um, And I like how you actually have two times of your day, you do it and you do it for a certain amount of time, you know, and you own a business too. And for you to be able to do that, you know, and to have those set times that you're doing that, I think that's a really great way to, declutter your time. So I think those are, I I love it. I love, there was great tips there. Um, Just to, you know, not only does it bring back your time, but I think on the inside, it helps you. It does. Yeah, it does. The time that you're going to Instagram for God knows how long, then you're checking all your tweets and then you're going to Facebook and all that other thing is like anybody who is posting negative things on your page, I think you should block them, period. Mm-hmm. If anything about discrimination or they're calling people names or they're talking about um, anything that is not healthy, just block them. I have done, I cleaned a lot. So you need to do that. You keep the positive people, keep the people who uplift you, who actually care, who are positive, who are in the same frequency as you are. Keep those people and it's easy to unfriend people or block. If they're bad, just block them. 
period. For sure. Yeah. 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 Sometimes we have to delete comments. Uh, yeah. You know, we're all about uplifting moms, and sometimes the comments get very nasty, and so mm -hmm. we have to delete them or say, you know, this is not the place to talk bad to one another. This is a place where we uplift each other, um, mm -hmm. just to make sure that that message is clear. I'm pretty lucky that we don't have to deal with it that often, but you still yeah. do. And I, I find that it's sad that we live in a world that we have this type of cyber bullying that goes on, you know, this negative talk and negative um, attitudes towards each other when yeah. we don't even know each other. We don't know what that person on the other side of the computer is going through and how yeah. that can affect them. So yeah. not even allowing that into your space and into your, you know, in, to affect your energy. Yeah, it does. You know, yeah. so I think it's a big, big topic these days of social media. And so one way to do it is, like you said, ban the people, don't allow negative feed and yeah. a lot specific time for it um, so yeah. that you can do other things to help positively influence your day and yeah. influence your soul. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So with your um, feng shui webinar that I attended, which I loved, and so you're having another one in May, right? Yes, May, yeah, Monday, May the 3rd, ladies complained. They said, why Tuesday? And uh, so I made it Monday and it's going to be Monday the 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Perfect, and we'll be sure to post that link and they okay. can go to your um, Facebook, right? To learn yeah. more. To learn What's more and uh, we will share it here as well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what's your Facebook for those who might want to follow you? Uh, Gabby Declutter Queen. That's Perfect. what they call me. <laughs> the Declutter Queen. I know, that's what they call me, yeah. Yes. And so I felt like I learned so much on the webinar because I feel like I, I had already known about feng shui and I've done some things in my home, uh, the way I have my bed and the way I have the mirrors placed in my home, uh, some of the colors that I've chosen uh, whenever I've painted my new office, that type of thing. But I really felt like, wow, I didn't know anything after taking because you dove so deep into each of those three rooms, the most yeah. important rooms. And so I would love if you could share three of the most important tips that you think, at least for your home, that are, that are easy for any of us to do that could start to change and influence our energy. Okay, so three things. Number one, keep your entrance to your door clean. If you live in a house, make sure you don't put your garbage and recycling bin by the door. What are you telling the universe that my life is garbage, my life is this, and that's what you're attracting. I have seen it in so many beautiful homes. This is the door of the entrance and the garbage bin is right here. I mean, seriously. Um, so keep it clean, keep it beautiful and keep it well lit outside and inside. For those of you who live in a condo or an apartment, you don't need to worry about the outside. You just need to worry about the inside of the entrance. Keep shoes out of, the way if you don't have a closet by the door where you can keep all your shoes just just invest in a nice shelf where you can put all the the shoes instead of people 
uh, when you you're not able like i have been to houses i'm not able to open the door properly because like there are like 50 pairs of shoes so that is bad energy right there so when it comes to kitchen one of the tips that i can give is keep your kitchen sink clean at night before you go to sleep Keep your kitchen counter clean and wash the dishes, put the plates and the glasses, whatever away. The last thing you do at night before you go to sleep. In the morning when you wake up and your sink is clean, your kitchen counter is clean, it sets your day for a good energy. But when you wake up and the sink is full of dirty dishes, the counter is full of leftover foods, just picture what how your they will spiral that is bad energy so that is one on the kitchen when it comes to bedroom whether you are in partnership or you are a single person and you're looking for relationship you need to place everything indoors like if you like candles it has to be two candles if you have like toys like tom and jerry for example that is two uh, the pictures you hung up, you hung in your bedroom have to be something inspiring. Beautiful. That's the last thing you see before you go to sleep. And the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning, it has to be something either spiritual or uplifting. Even a photo of two people, not either you and your husband, if you're married, that's fine. And if you're not married, but you're looking for a relationship, just like an art of two couples in love that attracts uh, things. So those are the things. Keep your room clean at all times and use warm colors for your bedding. Don't use like red. And red is, a, you know, it's not a good color for a bedroom. Use warm colors like earthy tones, like beige, like cream. Uh, those are things. Like that, a sagey yeah. color, like that yes. earthy green. Yes. Yes, earthy. Yeah, earthy yeah. tones, peaceful. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So those are three tips. I loved. Um, you know, I we keep our shoes. We take our shoes off before we go inside. We have a front entrance, yeah. and then we have a side entrance that comes through the garage, where it's just my husband and I coming through that entrance. But everybody else comes through the front entrance. So, would you say the side entrance is just as important as the front entrance yes. with shoes? Yes, yes, because when we open the door, when where we use open the door, that's where the energy comes in. So, just try to attract, like, just make keep it clean, keep it clean and beautiful as much as you can. Like, clean you don't have clean and tidy and beautiful. Yeah, just yes. when you come in and you should be able to open it wide. You know, not like stuck with shoes and stuck with. Uh, backpacks and things like that you should have a space for that uh, that's that's one of the things and even if you're using the side door still it's the entrance from outside even has to be clean and uh, well lit if it's a house yeah well lit yeah mm -hmm. that's it and then one one of the things that I had really gotten from your webinar is um, I, the knives in your kitchen. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> because you, they sell those, you know, the little knife holders and that go on your counter. And I so know. I have that. I was like, I oh, know. that's not good. Okay, oh. I need to take those down. I I have a friend who always the moment she sees my face, she thinks of her knives. She complains about her knives. 
every time I see you, I, I think of my knives. She has beautiful set of knives and I told her that's bad energy. So she has to put it underneath. So every time she sees me, like every time I take a knife out from below, like from under the cabinet to walk, I, I remember you. She said, I scared the heck out of her. Yeah, they're bad energy. Yeah, anything sharp is bad energy. So yeah, knives should not be sitting on the counter, like honestly. Number one, living feng shui and everything aside, I think in my younger days with my mom, I watched way too many like scary movies. I am horrified of knives. I would never, ever, like once I finish cooking, the knife is washed and dried and put back down below the first thing. Um, I don't know, I'm horrified. Then when I learned feng shui and, and all these things, then I knew like it's bad energy, like anything sharp is bad energy. You have to put it out of sight. I think that was to me, one of the most enlightening. I was like, oh, okay. Cause mine are sitting right there on the counter that I've put away uh, just because I, I had no idea that that wasn't good to have good energy to have that there. But too, it's, you know, especially if you have young kids, it's safe as well because it's put away in a, in a, a cabinet or drawer so yeah. that they can't get to it as easy. Yeah, absolutely. So what about for, you know, we have a lot of moms um, that listen. Is there things that we should consider for the kids' room to help them with their good energy? Yeah, the, normally what happens is for a kid's room, especially like if they're healthy and they're happy, that's okay. But there are children who are always sick. That is when, when I will need the birth date of that child because we need to position the bed of the child according to his birthday, mm. feng shui based to his birthday. Even for adults, I do I do for, for a one-on-one like uh, home visitations or or video visitations, I do, I need your, like if it's for you, I need your birthday. So based on your birthday, then I will know your location, which location is your health location, which one is your career location, which, which is it east or west or northeast, which one is it? Like, so that's how you do it. Um, if a child is always sick or not focusing, not concentrating, then something needs to be done in their room. Mm according to their birthday. But if not, I think it's a good idea to really sage the child's room at least twice a week, get rid of any bad energy that may be there. To sage it? Oh yeah, sage. Yeah, I sage like I, you have to sage your home at least once a week, your whole home. That's good to know. So that's uh, actually something I wanted to talk to you about because I'm all about saging. I sage my office, I sage my home, uh, but I don't do it every week. And so I was going to ask you, how frequently should we be saging? I typically do it every few months, both locations, but every week we should be doing this? Yeah, if, if it depends how you feel. If you're feeling good, that means there is no need for it. But if you're feeling heavy, you know, sometimes we just feel heavy and we don't feel good. That's when some cleansing is needed. Um some cleansing is needed, but I, I do it every week for a personal reason. I think I mentioned some of it to you. I do it every week, I do that. The other thing is anybody who visits our home, not everyone who visits us in our home has a good intention for us. Some could be family members. They come in with a smile, 
they don't have good intentions for you. I bet you a lot of the listeners would resonate with this. I know a ton of people uh, that have been going through this. They, this family member or like a, a neighbor or an old friend would come, but they're not coming with love. They just come to know what you're up to and what you have, what you don't have. There are those types of people. When they come, in my community, we don't kick people out. We let them in, we offer coffee, tea, or whatever. That's our tradition. As soon as those people, if you don't feel good about their visit or there is something you felt while they're visiting, as soon as they leave, says your home immediately. Get their energy out of your home because a lot of people leave bad energy and then they go. They leave bad energy behind. So that's when you need to save your home. A lot of people come to your home with such a beautiful energy and they leave their beautiful energy behind with them. So that is that. I have like that. I, I know a lot of people like that. They just walk in, you open the door, you just feel this love, this beautiful energy. Some people, you just open the door, you immediately feel this heaviness in your shoulders. I feel it in my shoulder immediately and here in my gut. So I'm very sensitive. So when I go visit homes, I stand at the entrance door for a few minutes to feel first. Mm. And um, yeah, so when you have at home a visitor and you didn't have a good feeling about that visit, as soon as they leave, please cleanse the energy so that it doesn't stay there the whole night and the whole next day. Just that's, that's, that's what I tell my, my, uh, my clients. Is there any time um, that it's like, but that it's a good time, for instance, um, new moon, full moon, or it doesn't matter, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Yeah, full moon is always like it makes children go crazy. I remember like I used to get a call from my son's school all the time. We don't know what's wrong with Michael. I think it's the full moon. He's been driving us crazy the whole day. Like, I'm going to work like I'm working. And then they call me just to tell me he's having a tantrum and or whatever. Must be the full moon. Apparently, the full moon gets to affect a lot of people, especially the children. I, uh, uh, But I don't. Uh, what we do is me and my friends who are spiritual like me is uh, we set the day for affirmations, positive affirmations, the day before, the day of the full moon and the day after. Just keep on affirming positive affirmations and refuse to let anything negative uh, get to you. So you say, I am healthy. I am happy. I am beautiful. I am successful. You know, just keep yes. affirming. Yeah, that's what yes. that's what we do during the full moon time. Yeah, I do my affirmations every day, and then with my cleansing is more cleansing the any negative energies out of the space and welcoming all positive energies to exactly. flow in. Yeah. So there you I, go. You, yes. you, you're, you're becoming good at this. You're oh yes, this it. is. Uh, and I really feel a difference. I know. You know, when I tell some people I sage. They look at me weird, but I'm like, I really feel like it works and it clears the energy. And it's something that we do often, mm -hmm. uh, my husband and I, I even have a little sage spray for mm -hmm. when, you know, yeah. some yeah, of those me off too. days. Me too. I have a bottle, like I have a bottle I have to show you. It's a small bottle that I got from a health store. Uh -huh. So I fill it with three quarters of water and like a good 15 uh, drops of uh, Young Living uh, the essential oils, 15 uh -huh. drops. And then this is for emergency, like for right. if I need something urgent. 
yes. 15, 20 drops, it lasts me quite a while. So I oh, go yes. to the place and then like I spray. That is like something when you need some urgent change. But normally I like the leaves, the leaves and yes. the, that I burn in a charcoal. Yes. And uh, I also diffuse. I use a diffuser. I diffuse essential oils. Yeah. Yes, I use I diffuse essential oils. I don't do them at the office. I don't. I wouldn't do sage or things like that in the office. Just um, you know, for babies and that type of thing. So when we do our saging at the office, we'll do it when over the weekend when we're yeah. closed and um, sage sage everything. The emergency sage I do have in the office just in case since we can't burn, uh, you yeah. know, during during the day, then we'll yeah. do an emergency sage if we need to. Uh, but at home, we do diffuse. I think mostly at home, I'll diffuse things like peppermint and lemon and lavender, things more um, uplifting, uplifting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So orange, for me, orange, lemon, I mix them. Oh, yes. I do. Uh, do I do that as well. Yeah. And, I'll mix uh, orange and lavender too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never diffuse sage though. So is that good to diffuse? Would that help? Uh, no, I no, I uh, honestly, I only use diffuser in my bedroom and in my son's bedroom. I don't use it in the living room or kitchen because I I say that with, you know, charcoal and and all that or the spray. Um, no, I haven't. I use frankincense. So the other beautiful thing to use is frankincense. They use it in every church for a reason. They burn frankincense even, I, I don't remember, I grew up in a Catholic school for the life of me. I can't remember if they did it when we used to go to church those days, but I was told they do. But the Orthodox church, they uh, burn frankincense to the extent like you can't breathe. Um, we're Orthodox, so uh, they, they, we can't breathe. Like, you know, the Greeks do that, the Armenians do that, the Russians do that, the Ethiopian, the Egyptians do that a lot. So that's a very spiritual oil and a very spiritual incense to use, especially after like you sage and it smells much nicer than sage, I have to say, because my son always complains about sage. Right. And I tell him, you better be careful because this is like removing negative energy from your room and all that stuff. And, uh, and then I use frankincense. That is a spiritual uh, incense as well, right? Or essential oil. So I would use frankincense in my diffuser, but I, I don't use uh, sage. Got it. Yeah. Yes. So also too, before I even started cleansing, I start the cleansing with myself. Yeah. Um, you know, and cleanse myself first yeah. Yeah. before I cleanse the space. The space. Yeah. Also, I, yes, I all over, <laughs> I have sage all over me before we, before I start and I actually open up um, cabinets, you know, over the years of doing it, you know, opening up cabinets so the sage can flow through there and negative energies aren't stuck in, in those types of places. Um, so, and I go through every room and open the doors or windows to get the negative energies out. And then I'll shut the doors and windows after and then uh, my mom always told me to seal it with salt water. Mm -hmm. And so we just run some salt water over. So then that way um, the energy stay, the negative energy stay out. What do you think about salt water for that? Have you ever um, heard of that? Yeah, we use, uh, normally we use like Epsom salt. 
Uh -huh. But very rare Epsom salt is something that also attracts negative energy. So yeah, we use Epsom salt or like, um, what is the other salt to have it? Um, but I am huge into Epsom salt as well. It removes negative energy. Even like if you had a bad day, like a long day, soaking your feet with hot water and Epsom salt, you sit there soaking your feet. After like 20 minutes, you just feel like a lot lighter. It's like a very powerful combination with like water. And, you know, I we also burn alcohol with Epsom salt. Have you ever done that? To no, how energy? do you do that? Just like in a... Like rubbing alcohol? Yeah, rubbing alcohol. You pour it on top of the, you pour a little bit on, on the Epsom salt and then you burn it. And then if the flame goes up, that means there was a lot of negative energy. And if it's lower, that means that it means this is something I learned from a friend of mine when my husband, uh, when after my husband passed away, there was this one room that he liked to spend time in. And uh, after he passed away, there was something in that room. So she came in, she brought all this stuff. I was shocked, like Epsom salt, really? I use it for my bath and I use it for this. Like she goes, to just what? She goes, she explained to me, it depends how the flame goes. Honest to God, like when she, the flame almost reached the, yeah, the ceiling. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because that's where the pain, he went through so much pain with the chemotherapy, with the crap that he went through in that room. And he liked that room because there was a computer there. He could listen to music, could play play a game there and I had difficulty getting to it up until she did that and then she goes to me she went it took like a good over half an hour for the fire to go out and then after that we flashed it in the toilet and then she had to do it again then it was a lot less the flame was a lot less so there is a lot of things that uh, uh, this is not punctuate this is not uh, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn method didn't teach us this, just so you know. But it's a cleansing, <laughs> right? It's a cleansing. Yeah, it is a and, oh, yeah. And that's what we're talking about, decluttering, you know, arranging your space and cleansing your space yeah. to help improve the energies in your home, in your life, in your office, you know. And so this is something that you were able to do. And I, fi I find that super interesting because I never had heard of doing... Um, Epsom, Epsom salt and salt. alcohol. Can I tell you something crazy? Uh, I, I know <laughs> my cousin, when I was in the Middle East, my cousin, she, she purchased silk. She has silk materials. She put in black seeds in there. Apparently it protects from whatever evil eye or like people who have a bad intention and things like that. And I never believe in these things. But anyway, she she put in black seeds in them and then she sew them she put in a little hunger she goes to me put it behind the picture in the living room because that's where people come in and sit and i told her you're crazy and she goes to me trust me anyway she did that in her home and there is this one woman who always used to come to visit who was like a woman you wouldn't like to be 10 blocks away from you she was that negative that mm -hmm. woman and as i said like in our community we don't when somebody comes knocking the door you don't kick them out especially right. if they're from the community anyway she did so one day she did that and 
this woman came in and she just comes in and she wants to eat to drink and she looks around if there is anything new this family has purchased and things like that and she looks at the children in a very not nice way at the same time so after this woman left she did the frankincense sage was not that thing did the frankincense and she went up she got a chair she got rid she took the picture out she took the black seeds out and she cut it in the sink the black seed every seed had turned into a worm oh tell me there oh. are things that i know she told she showed it to me she said how much this woman brings to this home and black seed is written in this uh, i don't remember it in the bible but anyway it's written in this book it's written in that book and and then when i saw it i i, I can't stand worms anyway by this when i saw this and i said i think i should be more open-minded to listening to people going forward and so i went and i took mine out no it was fine mine's fine because only my friends and a few cousins used to come to me and they're all like people who have good intentions so mine was fine but hers worms every oh. seed turned into a worm oh, no, this I, is I, the I craziest that. thing that i had heard the craziest thing that i have witnessed with my own eyes i i really think you know keeping your mind open to these different um arts that are Healing, out there yeah. yeah um there's so many different things that can help you um, if you're going through a hard time or if you're looking to um, have more positivity and more, more abundance in your life and being open to these different things. And I really feel like with the saging that we've done, you know, it hasn't been an easy road being an entrepreneur. And I'm sure you, you know, yeah. you know that as well, too, because you're a single mom and entrepreneur, career woman doing all of this. Um, you know, all of our lives have twists and turns. And I just feel like when I started doing that, it, it gives me a sense of control, I feel too. Yeah, it does. That I'm able to do something that I believe is cleansing my energy, cleansing my space um, and welcoming positivity in. And then doing things like my affirmations, keeping that positive vibe going really helps especially, you know, we're living in these isolation times. So it really helps to get through those difficult times, I believe absolutely. for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we came, I, if you had to say to me, these things about feng shui and things like that 15, 20 years ago, I would think like, you're crazy. Like, what do you mean? Like energy, what energy? I'm fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing this. And like, but it takes time. Like, I think the movie, The Secret kind of opened up my eyes in so many things. And then, uh, Although my personal development train, training started with uh, Tony Robbins at the beginning. Yes, me too. That, yeah, you did? Yeah, me yes. too. He was the first that I uh, purchased his program. I saw it on TV and then I purchased his program. But then the secret came in when my husband was going through chemo. And then after he passed, I went back to the DVD and I watched it. And I said, I have to meet Paul Proctor. And I remember me saying to the TV, like, I'm going to meet you one day. Guess what? Bob Proctor and I had a brunch breakfast in Los Angeles at Marriott Hotel. Talk about, talk about the law of attraction working at its best. So he was my first mentor. Um, about the relationship declutter, 
I learned it from him before I learned it from Lin method or before I learned it from Feng Shui. Is that what inspired you to get into it, learning from him? Uh, the relationship part, yes, and the mindset part, yes, but the Feng Shui, it's a different story, no. I think I told you how I got into feng shui in our previous conversation. Well, tell us how did we get? How did you get into feng shui? Um, I was thinking about it because after watching a few things, this is interesting. I gotta learn more about it. And then after my husband passed, um, I had nightmares. Every night, Diva, I would wake up in the middle of the night, sweating too much, and shaking that I would go like I would feel so hot and my heart would be beating every single night. And uh, that, what wakes me up is the memory that room I was talking about that my friend had this thing. And then he was in that room. He had begged me to ask his doctor to let him sleep in his, in his home for one night because he was in the hospital in his last days. One night, if I could sleep at home, if I could spend one night at home. So I begged her, she let me do it. She gave me like a packet full of medications and things like that. And we brought him home and I helped him lie down. And I went in to make soup for him because I, he only ate stuff with no salt, with the chemotherapy, the taste and everything. He used to throw up a lot. And I did that. And then 10 minutes, I was in the kitchen when I went back to see him. I couldn't see his eyes. The blood from his mouth was coming. Sorry. Aww. Yeah, so blood, blood was flowing from his mouth to the pillow, to the bed, to the carpet on the floor. I screamed and I called my brother-in-law, you need to come back, you need to come right now. It's an emergency. I hung up on his face and I called the hospital. The hospital told me, oh my God, bring him right back right now. That was like not even 10 minutes. So anyway, so we took him back to the hospital and he was not aware at that time. They had to carry him to the car to take him to the hospital. And, uh, and that image woke me up for so long. So my best friend who lived in another city at the time, she told me, you need to hire a feng shui master, like a feng shui practitioner. I told her, you think it will help? She said, yeah. Then we searched and we found one and I invited her to my home. As soon as she walked in, she didn't even like get to the hallways yet. She saw this picture of beautiful black lady holding a beautiful black boy, like, like one year old or something. And she looks at this picture before even she got inside properly. Like she goes to me, um, are you married? I told her, no, I'm a widow actually. She goes to me, how many children do you have? I told her one, she goes said to me, a girl or a boy? I told her a boy, she goes to me, that's what you were telling the universe. And this was an art, a beautiful, expensive art given to me by one of my best friends when we bought that condo. And I just stood there and I said, what? She goes to me, this is the message you've been giving the universe. You are single, a mother of a boy, you need to get it out. Like right now, you need to get it down. She walks in and another picture of a, a mom and a child, also a boy, also given to me as a gift. I was, I was just like technically like, ah. And then uh, she went, we went in kitchen, living room, 
hallways, my son's room, my master bedroom, washrooms, corner by corner. And I had like a huge notebook and a pen, busy writing down the instructions, what I had to get rid of, what I have to move, what I have to change, what I have to purchase, and then where to place what. I took all these notes and then she told me, you have a lot of work to do. I will come back in two weeks to make sure you have placed everything in, in order. She left. I took the picture. My friend, by the way, she doesn't know until now that her expensive artwork is like, I put it in recycling in the garage downstairs. I put it in recycling outside and it was gone. It's beautiful. It was gone in a snap because I can't gift something like that to somebody because I, now that I know what it means, I can't gift it to somebody. So I put it down for near the recycling, it was gone. Uh, I took, got rid of the pictures. I moved the furniture, like, like placing objects. I moved the furniture that needed to be moved. I threw a lot of things out and I went out purchasing the list that she asked me to purchase, except for one item that was, it was very hard to find one item. And luckily just a day or two days before she comes, I found it. I was so happy. I placed it. When I placed the last item, she, she had asked me to purchase and where to place it, to place it. That was the first night that I slept through the night without a nightmare. Wow. How can you not be sold after this? Right. That's it. The next day I said, I'm going to search. I'm going to do this feng shui training. So I went, signed up, didn't hesitate, signed up, did the basic, followed, did the advanced. As soon as I finished the advanced, Hey House Radio sends an email that in a few days difference, sends out an email. This, uh, the Linmaker Clutter Clearing Coach certification. Look at how when the universe realigns your life for you. Yes. I said, okay, the universe is telling me something right now. I did not hesitate. I signed right now. I signed right there. It's a lot of work, a lot of learning, a lot of exam that you have to do for you to get certified. I finished that and it helped me even a lot more uh, in addition to functional. So I started to appreciate things more. I started to appreciate items in my home more. I started to bless everything I touch. Before it was like, I have it, I have it. Like this blessing wasn't like, yes, I, I say, thank you. I say, I pray this, but I never like was one of those people who would touch something and bless it. Like, you know, your clothes. Now I bless everything I touch. It's just changed my life. So, you know, from such a hard, difficult experience to be able to find light in this and to be able to help yourself and now helping others mm -hmm. um such such a um like you said the universe the universe guided you to what you needed for you and also what you need to help for to help others yeah so it's such a blessing yeah it is it is yeah it is a blessing now, because of COVID and all of this, um, you're, you can't go in. Do you go into homes or do you do it more virtually now? I, do, I always did virtual because not everybody is in Toronto, right? So in oh, Toronto right. and greater Toronto area, I visited homes. Anything outside the city, 
uh, or in the US or in Europe, I do videos. They have to show me right from the entrance though. Like they show me from the entrance, yes. right from outside when they enter, I am live with them. Okay, stop right there. What is that? You need to move this. You need to place it there. Yeah, I go, I, I do I do virtual a, yes. a lot. Yeah. You did that with me whenever we first met. I yeah. showed you my new office space and you told me where my desk needs to go or chairs, you know, all yeah. of that. So, yeah. um, and my desk is exactly where you said it needs to go. Excellent. <laughs> so Good job. Yeah. I have put it there. Um, so I, I know that even virtually it was very beneficial. So um, thank you for doing that for me and for, um, you know, even taking the time to be here, give some of these tips, because I think they're so important. You know, uh, one of the things with this last story that you said, and you had said previously as well is, you know, being mindful of your artwork too. You know, I never would have thought having a beautiful picture of yeah. a mom holding her baby, holding a baby would signal to the universe that, you know, you're, you want to be a single mom with a child, you know, with just one child. So really taking it into account. And you said at the very beginning, when we were talking about tips for the home to have in your bedroom, if you're wanting, you know, to have two of everything and to have a picture of a couple um, and not just one person. So making everything in twos. Yeah. And yeah, everything has to be in twos. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. So much great information. Um, so is your next thing that you're doing in May or is there anything um, else coming up in the interim? No. no, in between, I just do one-on-ones for people who are interested to do one-on-one. But uh, May, May, the Monday, May the 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is my next webinar. Perfect. And, and if, they want, if they want to do a one-on-one, -on -one, they can contact you. Um, yeah through social media? Yeah, they can contact me on uh, on my page, on uh, Gabby Declutter Queen. They can private message me there and we can talk, yeah. Perfect. Well, um, remember, it's not just decluttering your home, but it's decluttering your relationship, decluttering your mind, decluttering your time. So, so much um, that Gabby can help you with. Uh, so please be sure to reach out, especially if you feel like you're struggling in some areas, yeah. uh, she can help you to clear all of that and bring positive energies into your, into your life yes. and Thank help you, you find balance too, yeah. right? Oh my God. Yes. Balance. Well, Gabby, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. You're welcome. I hope everybody attends your webinar because I found it. So uh, I, I found so much use out of it. I gained so much knowledge uh, from it. So uh, I hope everybody also comes and joins May 3rd. Yeah. Join Gabby, the declutter yeah. queen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. Thank you, Diva. Thank you so much. Blessings to you. And uh, we'll see you soon. And okay. then for those of you for next week, we're actually going to be talking about manifesting your desires of what you want in life. And we're going to have a life coach, Amanda McPherson, come and um, give us some insights. So tune in next week for that. And I think this is a great segue to that. We talk about energies. And then next, we'll be talking about manifesting your best you, your best life.
Yeah. All right, Gabby. Bye, everybody. Bye. Take Thank care. You.